0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 645. Don't be a plain Jane or a Joe Schmo. How to get American cultural archetype references. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, What do John Doe, Jane Doe,
1: Joe Schmoe, and the Joneses have in common? Find out and learn why you need to know these cultural archetypes today.
0: Hey, Michelle, how's it going? How are you doing today?
1: Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. It's kind of a rainy, gross day, but you know what makes me happy?
0: What's that? reading our reviews. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Especially nothing better than reading some awesome reviews on a gloomy gray day here in Boston and in New York City. So guys, we're going to start off today by saying thank you to our awesome reviewers. We made a call out to you guys. We said we didn't have any reviews at the time and you guys poured in your support and we noticed. So, thank you for that, guys. Let's start off by saying thank you to, well, actually, this person is from New Zealand, but I can't read their name because it's in kanji, but someone from New Zealand on November 9th. Thank you.
1: Yes, and thank you to Bia Bezerra
0: from Brazil. (laughs) And thank you to Ricardo Chiradia, uh, originally from Argentina.
1: Wait, didn't uh.
0: Yeah, that was our Celta, but he actually left his real name in the review. Oh,
1: yep. that's why I got so confused. <laughs> oh, know, okay. Yep. And thank you to Amir Gassemi from the USA. And Leo Garrick from
0: Russia. And P.P. Moraes from Brazil. Yeah, and, and P.P. Moraes from Brazil made a great correction in one of the shows we were talking about, Iguazu Falls, and I said that it was in Argentina, but he corrected me and let me know that it's actually on the border with Argentina and Brazil. So thanks for that correction. We want to make sure we know that.
1: <laughs> Who yeah, else, Michelle? Yeah. Who
0: else? Who else?
1: Um, thank you to... uh, Swilver from Australia.
0: Yeah, and thank you to AZ8806 from the US. Wow, these reviews were awesome. Guys, you warmed our hearts. We loved it. Again, if you haven't left your review yet, and if you want to become famous and have your name read on the show, go (laughs) ahead (laughs) and leave that review for us, guys. We love it. We love it.
1: For sure. All right. Awesome.
0: Okay. Okay, Michelle. So what are we talking about today? Let's dive right into it.
1: Okay, we are talking about, uh, we are answering a question uh, that a listener sent us, right? Mm -hmm. And we are talking about uh, recognizing names of people.
0: Yeah, not just names of people, but kind of like names of like archetypes, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. Names of figure or types of people, I suppose, right? In our culture, we have very generic names that we use to describe a type of person, a group of people, or a character right mhm mhm
1: yeah, yeah for sure and mm-hmm. that's a, uh, that's a really um interesting topic and it's so cultural
0: i know i'm so excited because i've never seen this topic covered anywhere else by any other english school i mean maybe other podcasts have covered this but this is the first time i've seen it being covered so i'm excited about this and michelle why is this important to know these names and these archetypes
1: um i would say that it's just Important because you might hear people using these things and you want to understand. Yeah. And it, just, it says a lot about the culture
0: in general, I think. Absolutely. And it's not so much about people using them to point out a specific person. It's often more, or even literally, it's more used in references, right? Like brand names, mm-hmm. restaurants, TV shows, and TV show characters. That's where we actually see these names more often.
1: Right, right, definitely. Awesome. So so this is a question from our listener. So should I read the Oh, question? that would be
0: awesome, Michelle. If you could. <laughs> I made it really small. The text is like eight points, if you can read that.
1: (laughs) I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. It says, Hello, Lindsay and Michelle. How are you? My name is Eduardo from Brazil. First, I would like to say thank you for your awesome podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I used to hesitate in asking you questions because I always thought that would make you even busier. (laughs) But (laughs) since I heard you saying that it saves you time, I felt at ease. That's good. (laughs) So here's my specific question. In some TV series... I hear people calling an unidentified person. Uh, I heard people calling an unidentified person Jane Doe. In a nutshell, this girl lost her memory and does not know her own name. So during an investigation, the FBI kept calling her Jane Doe. I watched this situation in several TV series. So why do they always use the same name? (laughs) Sorry if the question is too long. I tried to be as succinct as possible. Thank you very much for your great job. I really appreciate it. Bye-bye. No, that was not too long of a question. It was perfect. I think you gave us just the right amount of detail that we can answer it for you.
0: Yeah, I agree, Michelle. That was awesome. And I also want to note that I think this this particular student has some awesome vocabulary. I mean, the word succinct, that is a really high level vocabulary. I'm pretty impressed with this student.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, thank you for that awesome question. I, I'm really excited to talk about it.
0: I know. And before we answer that question and go into these archetypes or these characters, character names, I also love how he used in a nutshell, right? So that could be a bonus phrase for today, Michelle. I mean, what does it mean when we say in a nutshell? It
1: means basically.
0: Yeah. And that's, I, wow, that's so cool how this student used this so naturally. I mean, I've only heard natives using the phrase in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that, it's really good.
0: That was pretty awesome. So, let's go ahead and answer this student's question straight up, Michelle. Let's do it. I mean, the first question was directly about the name Jane Doe. I mean, when you hear that, Michelle, what comes to mind for you?
1: Um, I think of just like, I think of just any kind of female person that we may not know their name right Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and when you think of it is it usually for your in your mind is it usually just in the legal space or is it like anywhere everywhere
1: um when i think of it um i think of it i guess uh I think of it as anywhere, but I guess you hear it a lot in legal things.
0: Yeah, I think you hear it more in in the legal world. I mean, I think it's specifically used in the legal world. It can be used anywhere, but I think the legal world specifically uses it and I looked this up the de- the definition of this for to mean an anonymous female party, right? That's why it's Jane. And next, mm-hmm. guys, you're going to see the male party, what we call that person. Um, and it's typically used for the plaintiff, right, in a legal action. The plaintiff is, is who, Michelle? Who's a plaintiff in a case? Um,
1: the plaintiff is the person who brings a case against someone else.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's how we use that in a court of law, guys. That's, that's I mean, if you're watching crime shows a lot, you're definitely going to hear this. And this is probably where this student heard it right? I mean, there are crime shows all over the, uh, the uh, well, the internet, Netflix, and also on cable these days. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. And it can also mean like an, a hypothetical average woman, right? Just out in society. But I feel like it's more common to use, um, use this in the court of law. And then what would be the same thing, but for a man, Michelle? The for a man, it would be John Doe. So it's Jane or John Doe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's pretty simple, guys. I mean, keep your ears and your eyes open now, you know, for those those names, and you'll know exactly what what they're talking about. They're talking about this woman that they woman or man that they can't identify or for whatever reason, they just need a name. It's like a filler, right?
1: Right, right, right. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I love that. What's another one, Michelle?
1: This one I really like. The next one is Joe Schmo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and this, this is loaded with cultural references. Guys, you really should listen up today because this is really cool cultural insider information that's going to be a shortcut to understanding different aspects of movies, TV shows, American culture, American politics, right? Huge, huge. Right. What does it mean, Michelle, Joe Schmo?
1: It means just like your average person your average, average person yeah just average yeah
0: yeah i mean when i looked it up i saw the phrase joe anybody which i've never seen but it, that's what it means it means no one in particular you know um yeah it's a it, it, it's it's um, it's interesting to think about where this came from. So I looked at Wikipedia, and again, this is just Wikipedia. But one of the ideas is that it came from from Yiddish, and the idea is that the S C H M prefix. And I don't know if you have studied any Yiddish, Michelle, at all. Have you? Have you studied? I, mean, any? I know a little bit, a little bit. So what it said in Wikipedia was that that prefix in Yiddish means something that is to dismiss something. Right. We're dismiss. Uh-huh. so we in the way that you might dismiss, oh, I was just a Joe Schmo, right? That Joe Schmo, that random person.
1: Uh, but- yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. I never realized
0: that or thought about that before. the key to success is not always having the best skills at the workplace. The key to success is being charismatic and being able to communicate with people at work. We show you how to do it in our free charisma masterclass. Go to earsenglish.com forward slash charisma. That's earsenglish.com forward slash C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A. Yeah. And then what's the example that they used? Right. So just to illustrate this S-C-H-M concept from Yiddish, um, there's another phrase that we use with with that. What is that, Michelle?
1: Fancy schmancy.
0: Fancy schmancy, right? Like for, <laughs> right. For example, like you come to me, you say, "Oh, Lindsay, I bought a new couch, and it cost me two thousand dollars. It's leather and made in Italy." And I say, "Oh, fancy schmancy. I don't yeah, care." Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like saying, "Who cares?" Like that's that's random. I don't care. I'm dismissing it. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I could also see fancy schmancy too. somebody being like, whoa, fancy schmancy,
0: you know, mm-hmm. like not
1: necessarily don't care, but like, oh, look at you or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So there may be a little bit of sarcasm in that too, at the same time, right? Yeah, maybe a yeah, little yeah, bit of be. like poking fun at the person. Maybe it depends on your uh, on your, your tone of voice. But anyway, right. So okay, so average joe so again the joe Schmo. i mean where does this joe this name so so in american culture the name joe often seems to be linked with average because it's common it's a common name right and uh-huh. who, who was that I, I think a couple of campaigns back i think it was uh was it john mccain's campaign or was it Mitt romney Oh, my God, I'm forgetting who used this. No, Joe it's OK.
1: Pl- I can't remember either. It yeah, might have yeah, been. I can't remember. Either.
0: It might have been George W. Bush. But one Republican politician, I remember, I'm pretty sure it was Republican, used this concept of Joe the Plumber as an archetype to reach actually the same, basically the same group that voted for Trump this year, the rural working class. OK, so who was Joe the Plumber? Do you remember that whole thing?
1: I do, but I don't remember really much about it. But yeah, did we say average Joe? Did we say that? Oh yeah,
0: sorry. <laughs> so we're, we're, not, we're moving on, actually, to the next to the next uh, archetype. So, what is it, Michelle? <laughs>
1: Wait, I'm I'm sorry, I'm confused now. I'm I'm just looking at where we said average Joe, and then that was along with Joe the Plumber. But I don't remember us actually saying average Joe.
0: Yeah, so that's it, guys. That's the next one, and we'll extend that out from Joe Schmo. It's somewhat related to Joe Schmo, but it's our next archetype, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right okay cool go with it just go with it it's okay (laughs) okay cool so So joe the plumber joe the plumber i mean the average joe right and and you know we see this kind of average joe concept in a lot of tv shows right like they're often the stars of tv shows like what michelle
1: okay like um like the simpsons homer right
0: yep he was definitely an average joe
1: Mhm mhm mm-hmm. um what else
0: well we had the king of queens have you ever seen that show the king of queens we had the main yeah. character yeah you know this guy Heffernan Mr Heffernan he had some kind of a blue collar i think it was a bus driver or something some kind of a blue collar job um, and I think that um, Americans seem to really like these kinds of TV shows because, well, I, I speak for myself, but I think people like to see things that relate to them, like they could see themselves being the star of that TV show, right? Just working a normal day's work, nine to five, bringing home the paycheck. So you see this kind of average Joe portrayed in a lot of uh, TV shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting theory.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. Um. And then, where else do you see this phrase "average Joe" or this kind of yeah this language being used?
1: Um. Well, you mean not your average Joe's?
0: Like yeah. I mean, brands. Yeah. yeah. That's a restaurant, right? Right,
1: right. Yep. I know that restaurant.
0: Yep. So, so p- saying
1: like not your average Joe. So it's the opposite. It's like, oh, it's better than average.
0: Exactly. That's perfect. So guys, that's why we want you to understand these. It's not like you're going to use this in a conversation and saying, oh, he's an average Joe. It's more you're going to see it in the culture, in the brands, in the TV shows. You're going to see this in the culture and you're going to become more fluent in the culture. I love right, that. Right, right. Exactly, I love that. Exactly. Yeah. And um, speaking of, this is kind of a side note and interesting. What is kind of an average Joe in the US? I mean, how much does this person make? What, what do you think, Michelle? I mean, any ideas? I mean, I looked this up in Wikipedia earlier.
1: Right, so my idea comes from wikipedia <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't i I want to say that I had a preconception beforehand, but mm-hmm. according to Wikipedia, um the average American who's twenty five or older um the salary is what Lindsay
0: Mhm, so it looks like what they have it as is around thirty two thousand dollars per year. Um, that uh-huh. seems a little bit low to me, but we'd have to double check on that. But probably somewhere around between thirty and forty thousand a year. Um, apparently, the average Joe does not have a college degree, um, has been, is, or will be married, as well as divorced once in his or her lifetime, according to Wikipedia. Oh wow, Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. mm. Okay, and oh, what else did what else did we see about the average average Joe?
1: Um okay well they uh they have like a white collar office job
0: mhm 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 and some of them and and then your average person also apparently lives in a suburban setting again this is kind of hard to say like w- like what groups are we measuring but this I'll have to go back guys and in the blog I'll put a reference a bit more to to who this person is and where this data was collected. But just to kind of start to paint a picture, I mean, that is kind of what we see in these TV shows, right? We see kind of these white collar office job workers, nine to five in the suburbs. That's what we've seen historically in a lot of TV shows.
1: Right, right. Okay, awesome.
0: Okay, and what else? What's the next character, Michelle? I'll let you take this away.
1: The next character is Plain Jane. So yeah. by that, it's just cute because it rhymes. But it's basically just like a a woman who, you know, she's not she's not very attractive. She's not very unattractive. She just kind of has a regular average appearance. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I would say. Uh, it's not again, it's not going to be used to point to someone and say, oh, she's I suppose it could sometimes. Um, but you see it more in brand names and TV shows and just in the language, maybe in songs too.
1: Right, right, right. And what's one Um, more? And one more is this family called the Joneses. So what is that all about, Lindsay?
0: Well, that makes me think, again, of 1950s America when everyone moved out to the suburbs. And the goal in life was to do better than your neighbors. So we had the phrase keeping up with the Joneses. And how was that measured, Michelle?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was all about like what you what you had, right?
0: Mm -hmm. So what what
1: did you have? How much money did you have? What kind of material possessions did you have? Things like that.
0: Exactly. And that was how you were able to show off kind of what you have is by like getting a pool and installing in the backyard. And the idea was that your neighbor would look over and see this pool being installed and they would have to go and get a pool <laughs> or right, a, f- a right. fancy car. Right. And that was, I, I think that's kind of a concept of the past though. Honestly, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that concept is kind of going out of style a bit?
1: Um, I mean, I still think that people are competitive with one another, but, um, I mean, mm-hmm. actually didn't, it didn't, uh, um, Oh, didn't uh a new movie just come out about like keeping up with the Joneses? I think there's a new movie using that title. Or uh, maybe. I don't know. I'd have to look.
0: Well, have and seen. that's exactly why we're doing this episode today, guys, because if there is a movie with that title, you'll instantly understand what that movie's about. Or at least you'll get a couple hints and a couple clues. Yeah,
1: that's exactly. There's a new movie out white. <laughs> new. Yeah, just new. Just came out at the end of October called Keeping Up with the Joneses. So there you go.
0: Perfect. Check it out, guys. (laughs) And you will have a leg up on all your friends who don't listen to All Ears English. You'll know what it's about. Okay. It's probably something about competition between neighbors. Who knows? Who knows? But we have an idea. Um, so Michelle, why don't we th- jump into a conversation so our listeners can see a bit about how these are used, but again, they're not as much to you, as much used in conversation, guys. It's more in cultural references, but we can throw them into some conversation. So we make sure we know what they mean. Okay.
1: For sure. All right, here we go. Okay. Hey, Lindsay, I saw you bought a new car. What did you get?
0: Oh, I got a Toyota Prius. My brother was trying to get me to look into a new BMW, but I'm not into fancy cars. Plus, I'm not someone who tries to keep up with the Joneses.
1: Yeah, I mean, who really cares? I'm pretty sure the average Joe can be happy without leather seats in a BMW. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and any Joe Schmo can be happy with a basic sedan like a Chevy or something.
1: I couldn't agree with you more.
0: (laughs) Okay. So this conversation to me felt a little bit awkward because, again, we don't really use them that much in conversation, right? Like, I don't remember Mm -hmm. the last time I used the phrase, like, verbally, uh, keeping up with the Joneses. But I've I've read it. I've seen it. Maybe newspaper headlines, books, movies, again, right? Michelle, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. Important to know. Important to know. But I don't think I say it every day or really ever
0: much. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So today's lesson is not about practicing the pronunciation of these guys or understanding the intonation. It's more about getting an image in your mind when you see the phrase, getting an image of kind of this idea, the archetype or the, the concept. Okay. That's really all that today is about. That's what you want. We want you guys to come away with today.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Very cool. Well, that, I mean, that's what we had for you guys for today. If you have any questions or if this has opened up more confusion, <laughs> then come back to our blog, allersenglish.com. This is episode, what's this episode, Michelle? Is it three, is it 645? 645.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, and- yeah for sure.
0: Yeah. Ask us a question. And guys, don't forget if you're preparing for the IELTS exam, going over and download the IELTS Energy podcast because you can get all the skills and strategies that you need right there. And also grab the transcripts for today so you can see a bit more of what we said and what we were talking about if you got a little bit confused. <laughs> okay.
1: Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Lindsay. Thank you to our listener for this great question.
0: Yeah. Good question. All right. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye.